Welcome back to the Healthy Perspectives Podcast. I'm Simon Mason, Creative Director here at PMP, and I am your guest host for today. Also for today's episode, I'm super excited to welcome a very special guest, Afdel Aziz. Afdel is on a mission to solve one of the biggest problems facing companies and individuals in the 21st century. How to find purpose and meaning in the work they do, and unlock the power of business to do good in the world. His first book, Good is the New Cool, Market Like You Give a Damn, explored the link between purpose and success in companies like Warby Parker, Zappos, and Citibank. We were lucky enough to have Afdel speak at our yearly vision meeting. It was some really, really inspiring stuff. It also aligns so well with our mission of making patients better that we knew we wanted to have his thinking inspire clients and agency friends just as much as it did us. So first off, uh, welcome Afdel. Welcome to our Healthy Perspectives podcast. It is awesome to have you here. Thanks for having me, Simon. Glad to join you guys. And uh, yeah, you gave a talk at the vision meeting that we have yearly just recently. Uh, I spoke to a lot of our folks since then, and it was really inspiring for people. Like right off that, why, why do you think that is? Uh, well, thank you very much for saying that, first of all. You know, I, I think the topic of purpose is inspiring to people in general, especially right now, given COVID and uh, what everybody's been going through for the past, you know, 12 months. Um, I feel like uh, hopefully one of the outcomes of this terrible time in our history is that um, it's made people think about their own life and their own legacy and what they want to do with the time they have on this planet. And I think that what's really interesting is that even before COVID hit, uh, it felt like we were going through a bit of a, a, a self-evaluation, you know, and especially people who are working in the marketing and creative industries like we are, uh, for a long time, people have been questioning what we do as being of any use, you know, and I've spoken to thousands of people in advertising agencies and creative agencies who feel like their work is kind of sometimes frivolous. And, you know, especially now as people are actively trying to find spaces to block uh, seeing advertising and marketing communications, there's kind of like the sense of, well, what the hell am I doing it for? You know, um, I can't remember who who said this quote, uh, but it was, you know, uh, we, we work in an industry where people spend an inordinate amount of time trying to block what we create and trying to tune us out. So I think that's led to a, a sense of um, kind of uh, questioning the meaningfulness sometimes of, of what this industry knows, does. Now, I think what you guys do is different because what you guys do is do it in a purpose-driven way in service of a higher purpose around um, helping patients learn more about how to manage their situations, how to become better communicators, um, you know, be educated about those issues out there. So I, I do think you're a rarity in that um, the work that you do saves lives. It helps people live uh, a fuller, freer, uh, better life, you know. But I think that's where I wanted to, to do that talk from the point of view of being a fellow marketer. You know, I, I um, had the privilege of, of working on brands like Heineken and Absolute Vodka and Nokia and brands like that. But and to say I'm one of you guys and um, I admire what you do 
And I think that's where I just wanted them to remember um, how much positivity there was in the work that you guys do every day. I'm, I'm pleased to say that from myself and the sp- people I spoke to, yeah, it really did have an impact. I mean, in line with that, you sort of, I guess, had, had the pre-epiphany. I certainly agree that COVID and then pandemic had sort of speeded up the, A, I think the, the empathy realization uh, amongst people in general, but then certainly in, in marketing about doing, having a purpose and doing good. Uh, what gave you originally this uh, pre-epiphany before the world is sort of slowly coming around? You know, it's funny when I look back at my own path to purpose, there's several milestones, you know, that that nudge me in the right direction. Um, I've I've spoken about this and written about it being in Sri Lanka in 2004 during the uh, Asian tsunami that hit the country that I was born in. And and me, thankfully, you know, being completely safe and, and kind of not being affected, that gave me a healthy dose of survivor guilt and uh, post-traumatic stress disorder that led me on a path to question what I was doing as a marketer and see if there was something, you know, better I could be doing with my skill set. I think becoming a dad, I have a six-year-old son, Nuri, who, and I think for any parent out there, that's also a moment where you start to think about um, being of service to another human being. You know, you're no longer the most important thing in your life. Uh, And you start to think about the example you're setting them and the world that you want to build for them. Um, I think I was also just fed up. I think I got to the point where I was working on, you know, some of the coolest projects you could possibly work on. Um, I think I referenced some of them in my, in my talk, like by the end of my career, I was doing, you know, a virtual reality video game with dead mouse, the electronic music artist. I was doing a live VR concert streamed across the world. I was doing, um, you know, uh, projects with Lady Gaga performing in a Virgin Galactic spacecraft. I was doing things that by any measure of of cultural cool, you would have looked at and gone, oh my God, this sounds amazing and fun. But the cool stopped being cool for me. And that's what led to me writing this book, Good as the New Cool, <laughs> with my friend and co-author Bobby Jones. And as the, the title of the book says, that's that's what it was for me, like doing good and in, in all its very interesting ways replaced uh, for me um, more than music and pop culture and things like that, what the definition of cool was. You know, doing good was its own form of cool. Um, and that's what embarked me on this journey to set up Conspiracy of Love and Good is a New Cool is now this global festival that we do, which brings together brands and nonprofits and culture creators. So all this to say, lots of milestones on this journey that kept nudging me in this in this direction towards uh, purpose and meaning and fulfillment. Totally. And, you know, I can certainly understand sort of on a personal level, I think everyone can, how that is 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 motivating and and gives meaning and helps one uh, feel accomplished and successful and, and, and certainly can be a new definition of success. You talked in, in, you, you talk in general and you talked at, at the vision meeting uh, about ultimately, you know, as a benefit to brands and a, and a benefit to company and as a benefit to employees. Uh, can you expand upon that a little bit? 
Yeah, so the way we articulate this giant shift that's happening right now is that for any brand, for any company, um, there's three tectonic shifts happening that they need to be aware of. One is the shift of socially conscious consumers who want to buy products and services from companies that share their values and stand up for values. Two is the rise of what we call activist employees who now increasingly are looking for uh, what we call purpose and a paycheck as being the new normal. They don't just want a salary and title. They want to feel like their work is contributing to solving social or environmental problems. And then number three is the rise of impact investors uh, and on Wall Street or individual investors who say, I want my investments to to, to marry my values. Um, so for example, I have a, uh, I'm a solo entrepreneur. I have a solo 401k, which is completely fossil fuel free. Um, and, and to me, that's important to make sure that I'm investing, uh, you know, my money in line with my values. So you put those three things together. If you're a CEO, you're looking at consumers, employees, investors, all saying, hey, we want to we want business and brands to to be in line with our ethics and values. And that's a that is, in our view, as transformational a shift as the move to digital was for companies to embrace. Um, and when you look at the upside of it, um, every single metric you look at leads to um, consumers who are more willing to try uh, purpose-driven products and services, more willing to be loyal, to advocate on behalf of these companies, to uh, pay a price premium for products which are truly ethical and sustainable. Um, with employees, it is more engaged and motivated employees. It is better talent who are easier to recruit because they're drawn to um, the higher order purpose. And then from investors, it's more patient capital. It's it's investors who are willing to let you, uh, as, a, as a CEO, take time to figure out what um, how you can return investment, you know, to them in a, in a thoughtful way that provides social and environmental impact alongside financial returns. So the, the tectonic shifts are huge. The upsides are very real. The question is then how do you get there? How do you create purpose-driven brands? How do you create purpose-driven cultures? And that's really the work that we get to do at, at Conspiracy. You know, that's, that's really the, the tip of the spear work that we get to um, do every day. You sort, you sort of stole my next question there or either beautifully set up my next question. I'm not sure. Um, but, you know, obviously in the healthcare space, which we are in, I, I think, as you mentioned, with the pandemic, but also with the pandemic highlighting the, the, the huge inequities that, that have always been there, but it's highlighted it. I, I think it's a very, and certainly we feel at PMP, a, a very opportune and important time to, to be in the healthcare space. And what advice would you have for, I mean, I guess, agency folks and, and healthcare marketers to, to really try and drive this change in their organizations and, and, and become part of this tectonic shift? What advice would you have for them? Yeah. So, you know, when I look at the creativity and the firepower that is inside um, agencies like yours, um, that's where, to me, really, the interesting challenge is how do you go above and beyond creating um, stories, right, um, which are useful, right? Stories are useful. Information is useful. Um, but how do you go beyond that into creating platforms for change? And what we mean by this is 
um, starting to to think beyond creating things for the screen, which are kind of one way, right? And starting to create um, platforms that allow for um, brands and companies to engage their consumers and employees in, in whole new ways. Um, our thesis is that, you know, people want to donate what we call their time, talent, and treasure. Uh, their time being, you know, volunteering for something. Their talent being um, using their skill set to help, you know, a nonprofit or whatever. And their treasure is is money, you know. And, and so the future, I think, of, of brands and marketing in this purpose-driven world is brands thinking about themselves, we say, as the helper, not the hero, meaning that they don't place themselves in the um, uh, spotlight as being the savior of the problem, but rather create platforms which allow their consumers to be the hero, to show up and uh, contribute to some social problem or environmental problem. Um, and that takes a different shift in in the way we think about applying creativity. Um, you know, we, we say you should think about the whole world as your canvas, not just a screen, you know, and what happens when we then apply that creativity to, to looking at the world and it's thousands of problems out there uh, and coming up with solutions driven by technology and storytelling and data um, to help make a dent. So I, I think that's the big mind, mind shift set. I would say that the creative industry in general needs to think about, you know, uh, as to really be of service in this new purpose-driven world. Right. How, how does the, was it talent, treasure, and what was the last T? Time. Time. Yeah. How does that overlap with the, the GPS, the, the, the gift, passion, service, unless I'm butchering it, that you talked about uh, yeah. our vision? That's a good question. Actually, I never thought about the mapping of those two things. So just to explain to the listeners who may not know what GPS is, we talked about this in the talk, but when looking at your own personal purpose, you know, and trying to figure out what that is, um, it's important to note that you already have purpose in your life. You know, it comes through your family. It comes through your your faith, your neighborhood, your community. Um, the really interesting question is how do you bring purpose into your day job, right? Which historically hasn't been a place which it was possible to do that. In fact, we would talk about those rare few who managed to do it as, you know, oh, they found their calling. Like it was this kind of mystical thing. And our thesis is, no, there's a simpler way of getting to that understanding of what you can do in your work through your company in a way that's fulfilling. And that's using this GPS methodology. So the, the, the metaphor is when you're lost, what do you turn on? You turn on your GPS. Uh, and if you're a little bit lost and, and looking for purpose, you can use this. Um, and the acronym, each letter stands for something. The G stands for what are your gifts? Uh, what are your superpowers, the thing that you're just naturally good at, uh, that your five closest colleagues would say, oh yeah, Simon is amazing at this. Um, the P is, what are you passionate about? Not in terms of your hobbies, like travel or music or whatever. It's what are you passionate about as a citizen? What gets you mad? What breaks your heart? And the S is, how can you be of service to a community or to an idea with your gifts and passions? through your work and identifying that allows you to show up with your whole self you know and and 
not leave parts of you at the door when you walk in into work. And that's what we've noticed in these really successful purpose-driven companies. They allow people to show up with their full selves to work as well. So that's really the the work that we do at Conspiracy with companies like Microsoft or the North Face or Adidas, helping their employees own that purpose as well. We think it's the crucial, it's the secret sauce, uh, you know, that we when we look at truly purpose-driven companies like Tesla or Patagonia or Ben & Jerry's, that's what separates them from the good, the great companies give people a space um, to bring their whole selves to work in a way that allows them to be a, a force for good and a force for growth, as we say it. So, so there may not be a clear answer for this, but we shall see. <laughs> so, so for us, you know, I would say our, our purpose is, as you know, um, is making patients better. It's pretty simple. It's our end goal in everything that we do. It's broad. For me, at least, and this is where I'd love to get your thoughts on it, that's sort of what our employees, the P and peers, can be in service of, ultimately. That, that is our, is that the way it generally works, you know, with employees in a company, people work in a company, like, we, we have our, we are all in service of this. Yeah. Now figure out, you know, the things you're gifted at, the passion within that, that sort of ladders up to that. This is a question, not a... Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I think uh, the question I would then say is for every person... Um, which types of patients are they most attracted to helping make better, right? Um, there are people who might be attracted to um, patients in the mental health space or prenatal care or elderly, you know, elder care. That's where knowing what you're particularly passionate about because of your personal circumstances or whatever, I think that's a great clue to think about what are you most attracted to solving. And then when it comes to the better bit, it's like, well, then how can you make them better? Is it educational content? Is it new technology products? Is it, I don't know, some sort of experience design? That's the other part of the Rubik's Cube to figure out, okay, what brings you alive, you know? And, and triangulating that inside a company like yours, which has this great overarching purpose, I think is something which will enable people to become even more uh, passionate about the work that they get to do. Um, True Pettigrew, who is uh, the genius who came up with GPS and, and, you know, give full credit to him. Uh, he's an amazing purpose coach. He, he talks about this phrase of being in alignment with your assignment. And that's what I think everybody should think about. It's like, how do you get in alignment with your assignment in life? Uh, if you do that, I guarantee you, you'll find a higher gear, you know, um, to, to do your work with. Between, between an alignment with your assignment and the GPS finding yourself, Drew is clearly a great creative and uh, <laughs> copywriter as well, I say, as a copywriter. Yeah. Clearly. Um, if you were going to leave our audience with one thought, one piece of advice, perhaps, about these tectonic shifts and this new world that we live in, what would that be? I'd say spend some time thinking about your own purpose, you know, and um, you may be very advanced along the spectrum of thinking about it and becoming self-aware. This may be the first time you've ever even thought about it, but spend some time thinking really about what brings you alive, what what really makes you um, wake up in the morning and and feel a sense of passion 
and try and find ways to bring that into your work as much as possible. I think that leads to you becoming better at what you do. I truly believe that. Um, try and find one other person inside the company who believes in the same things as you do. Uh, we always say it's important to find your allies in this work. And don't be afraid if you don't know the full answer ahead. Just, um, you know, we say clarity follows action. Just take one step and another step and another step uh, and follow your intuition. And soon I think you'll be able to find that thing um, that brings you that meaning and fulfillment. And I wish you every success as you go on that journey. Beautiful. Thank you, sir. <laughs> Thank you for having me, Simon. It was, it was a pleasure. It really was. Thank you. And yeah, maybe we'll have you on again soon. Thanks for listening, everyone. Hope you found the conversations inspiring and thought-provoking as I did. All of us at PMP hope you'll keep following the Healthy Perspectives podcast as we continue to march purposefully into the new year. And be sure to follow Patience Purpose on LinkedIn, Instagram, and all your favorite social channels.